1: Ten randomly selected questions. One person's reputation on the line. This is... Trampled Bet Versus. The Lockdown Football Quiz with John Walker. Today's competitor is... My name's Ant McGinley, I'm a recovering chocoholic, and I'm from on the left side. How are you keeping, Ant? Uh, Very well, lockdown was fine until yesterday, and then it all went crazy. So basically what happened was it rained and I couldn't go out and exercise, and it broke my world. (laughs) So I'm a mess.
0: Yeah, the the new routine of having to stay indoors. I ordered a bike like three weeks ago, and it arrived yesterday. And now the weather's taking a ton. Did they actually cycle it to your house? Is that why it
1: took so long?
0: <laughs> they definitely didn't because I paid for a built bike and they provided right. a, a not built bike. But still, it. I mean,
1: I, I would appreciate that right now because that would be something else to do while but, this
0: is going on. But I don't have an Allen key because you only, uh. ever, you only ever get Allen keys for the furniture
1: you're building from Ikea. And see once yeah. the furniture's built, out it goes. Where do you throw them? Because they will be the next thing that, that people campaign about with turtles. You know, because all the turtles stop, like, choking to death on cotton buds. And they'll stop choking on allen keys that you've thrown away. Or, or they'll be using the allen keys and they'll have made some sort of turtle gang and that'll be
0: their violent weapon. <laughs> like Like a turtle-sized crowbar. Um, so you are from the on left side can you tell people for some reason if you don't know what it is just a little bit about the
1: podcast Uh, it's a podcast it's only short it's about 10 minutes every week and you don't often hear me on it because it's usually Jim who's whinging about football (laughs) and it's kind of everything that doesn't happen on, on on much of the day so it's not so much about the the goals that have been scored and who won the games it's more about the stupid stuff that happens off the pitch. The stuff that we really love. And uh yeah, so we just have fun and poke fun at it and nothing is sacred.
0: Yeah, it's since since coming across yourself, I've listened to every episode. What I end up doing is I always end up seeming to fall behind. But I said to the to Joel from the offensive yesterday, I quite enjoy that because it falls back into my Netflix culture of having yeah. something
1: to binge. I think what's quite nice as well is um a lot of football shows it's very topical because you know Spurs beat United last week and then it's Wolves away at Leicester this weekend and obviously that changes as soon as that's done whereas a lot of the stories that we cover and pick up on are still valid you know months and even years on afterwards.
0: Yeah I, I do quite like it. I even like listening to ones from like before I even followed just because I like to try and jog my memory to the point that you
1: know, that's happening. It, it it is it is amazing how much stuff goes on as well, and how many times like Gary Neville does something stupid. How many times Wayne Rooney gets caught having affairs, and these things just come around in <laughs> cycles. Uh, so yeah, but you, you, I think for us, we, we we look at so many stories. We've been doing it five years now, and uh, it just started off as a kind of a so. Jim initially was my producer in radio, and then uh, he was working as a producer full-time, I was working as a presenter. We were both out of work and we swapped, so he became uh, my presenter and I produced for him. And uh, yeah, it's it's really nice, actually, that five years on, uh, we've kind of gone, we started off about six-minute episodes and we went as long as sometimes 20-minute episodes and then came back, put a lot of work into it. It's a real uh, labor of love. But um, we've got really... Really dedicated audience, I think. It's not, not the biggest audience, but it's the coolest and sexiest, I would say. <laughs> um, and
0: for our listeners who don't know you, and what football
1: team do you support? Uh, well, I'm actually wearing a shirt from my hometown today, which is Rochdale. Uh, from Spotland is not far from where I was born, uh, but I'm a Man City fan, uh, long term. So back when uh, we used to not only be top of the Premier League, but then get relegated in the same season, if anybody remembers the early 90s under <laughs> Peter Reed. That was a a blessing. Yeah, so I'm a a, a long-time Man City fan. And to be honest, I still don't believe the last 10 years has happened. Imposter syndrome.
0: Yeah, completely. Um, So there are no Rochdale questions, but there will be Man City-related questions. And I think, like I said, it's 10 questions from a possible 100. You'll just pick the numbers as you go. It's completely potluck. Said that to Niall yesterday, that I was laughing, that there was only one Portsmouth-related question. And the first number he pulled out from a random number was the only Portsmouth question. So it's just your luck. Even with the odds, there's been like questions, nine nine of the questions have appeared in most of the podcasts. So there's loads of questions untouched. So for my sanity, if you can somehow choose a fresh question for me to ask, that would be fantastic. Okay.
1: Yeah, well, I promise to uh, pick at least two of those and also <laughs> to answer everything uh, very convincingly, even though I'm convinced I could probably be I'm going for automatic relegation in this quiz. So I, I, I reckon I'll be you number know, two. I think basically all my football knowledge is going to be no use whatsoever for me in this quiz.
0: Right, okie okay, okay. If you want to give me your first number.
1: 35. It's Frank the Buff. Um,
0: <laughs> Arsene Wenger and Alan Pardew clashed in the touchline at Upton Park in 2007 whilst Pardew was celebrating the opening goal in a 1-0 win. Who scored the goal? Which, which team was he in charge of? He was in charge of West Ham at Upton Park as okay. they beat Arsenal and Wenger and Pardew were scrapping on the touchline. I'm going to go for
1: Paolo Di Canio. It was Marlon Harewood. Which is what they used to call him in the dressing room. But there we go.
0: <laughs> so zero for one, but that, that, that's <clears throat> fine. You're, you're still on course to either win or not be bottom.
1: 99.
0: At which World Cup did Brazilian Ronaldo first get on the pitch? So the original Ronaldo, the OG...
1: I'm going for 94. USA. He was
0: at he was at the 94 World Cup, but he never played ah, any
1: minutes on the pitch. I blame the question then. <laughs> I, I mean, been, mean, I was just looking at, I was just remembering because I remember the travel itinerary from that World Cup for all the teams. Yeah. And I knew he was on the planes and in the hotel. So. Yeah,
0: he was part of the squad. So he has a World Cup winners medal, but he did not get on the pitch. I wouldn't complain, to be honest. Would you? Me neither, no. But see, yeah. being Scottish... <laughs> I'd be happy to be a. I'd be happy to be a World Cup. Who
1: was who was the fella in the the 1990 World Cup who was knocked out by the Brazilian with a free kick? Oh, was uh, that 1990. Or was that? It was like one of the one of the opening games, one of the opening round games, Scotland against Brazil, and uh, so young lad took a free kick from a Brazilian in the head and doesn't remember the day. Never mind the game.
0: Uh, see, that this is quite interesting. See, because we're only in question two, there was a bit of chat in one of the earlier a uh, podcast I was doing this quiz on where I actually very close to giving the answer to a question that he then got just from having general chat because there are there are scenarios that keep popping
1: up. So I have to, <coughs> well, be, have to be careful how deep we go into the chat. Okay. Just just make hand signals or whatever when it comes <laughs> up. Okay. The next question is sixty four. This one keeps
0: coming uh, this one this is the fourth thing. This feels like a lottery ball scenario where I'm telling you it's the fourth time this
1: question's came out. Is, is Gary going to do the voiceover of this and just call it the machine <laughs> and go, Guinevere, and this is the fifth time 64 has come out and over £7 million has been won in the last three days.
0: I, th- I think, unfortunately for Gary, who's our producer, I have given – this quiz seemed like a great idea to him at the start and I have given him a mountain of podcasts to deal with. I don't think Gary could handle any anymore.
1: Maybe he should just subject you to some questioning at the end, but more <laughs> in a kind of like Jack Bauer style where you're tied to a chair – and a car battery. Um,
0: okay, how, 64. How, yeah, 64. In 1995, Eric Cantona kicked a fan subsequently was banned from football for nine months. Whose ground was this at? So I'll accept the team or the stadium name. Sellers
1: Park, Crystal Palace. I could even tell you the name of the fan. Oh, go for it. Dave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Sellers Park, Crystal Palace. It was also that picture was immortalised as the cover for the uh, hit single by Ash. Called
0: Kung Fu. Do you remember, I'm sure this, I was watching Premiership years. This is where all my questions have come from for the UK football. Do you remember about, I think it was the week after, that the fan was on the news apologising to Eric Cantona for what he had wow. said to him? Did did, he, did we ever actually find out exactly what he'd said? He didn't say what he'd said, but he said he could understand the reaction from what he said and he apologises for what he shouted at him.
1: See, in the nineties football fans were so much nicer, weren't they? Like you, know, you had it and then afterwards you go, Oh no no, no I, I, it was out of order. Whereas now it's more the more likely to say, I didn't say that. I didn't say anything bad. Hey, so
0: one after you're off the mark, you are still on course to be top scorer, <laughs> by the way. Excellent. Who 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 at the time of recording who's got the most points? Um James Black from the Boys versus Blue Nose podcast up in Scotland. He's seven out of ten.
1: Right, okay. Uh no chance. <laughs> um 18 18. for some reason that for some reason that activated my siri (laughs) says i can't activate emergency services here look i've got one there's seven questions left it's not that bad yet siri
0: (laughs) in the uefa cup final in 1998 inter milan beat lazio 3-0 who was awarded man of the match wow 98 it was possibly one of the most devastating performances from an individual at a, a major European final.
1: I'm going to have to take a guess at this completely. Clive? Um, no,
0: it's actually quite funny because question two would have been the the, the subject of this. It was Brazilian Ronaldo <sighs> for Inter Milan. He scored and set up both of Zamorano's goals.
1: It was just unbelievable. So one out of four, what's the fifth one? Uh, the fifth one is 12. They'll get a prize if I... Pick a question that's not been
0: asked. Oh, you you beauty. I said, Niall got this question yesterday and he got it wrong. And I said, I really hope Ant gets this just because of the pain factor. Which Scottish internationalist set up Wiggins' winning goal versus Man City in the
1: 2013 FA Cup final? Who took the corner? I was on a boat watching this. I was on a cruise ship watching this. It was not very nice. Um, so which Scottish internationalist? See, that, that really narrows it down, doesn't it? <laughs> I
0: think Wigan had three in their team.
1: So this is 2015, is it? 2013. 20,
0: oh, yeah, of course. Was so w- Wigan ended up relegated that year
1: as well. With Martinez in charge. Um, that has been blanked from my memory. <laughs> <laughs> so you you can't even get a guess out? No, I, I'm going to I'll let that go. It was Sean Maloney. Uh, question six. Still hurts. <laughs> question six i'm gonna go for 81 can i still win you can. nope you can get and go. <laughs> wow is this that we've all been really crap or you, you've just been really sort of like tough no
0: no it's it's kind of your luck that's what i said there's a sliding scale of questions there are some gimmies in here like there are some that are i would say general knowledge that everyone should know but there, there are definitely tricky ones so was the number 81 you said yeah. Oh, okay, here we go. Back-to-back back, back Man City questions. And I've had this one so many times and nobody's got it. Aguero famously scored that goal to win Man City's first-ever Premier League title in injury time in 2011. Yeah.
1: Who set the goal up? Uh, the one and only assist that he had in his Premier League career. 91 games in the Premier League. Man City and Liverpool scored quite a few goals. Only ever got one assist, and it came in that game, and it was Super Mario Balotelli. That is correct. Is he only got one assist. Only one assist in the Premier League. It's ridiculous. So someone who's
0: played, someone who's won a Premier League title, only has one more assist than I do in the Premier League. Yeah, <laughs> that's fantastic.
1: Well, I tell you what. I, at the same time, as well, that's it. You wouldn't want any more. What a goal to set up if you're ever going to set up any goal. <laughs> And the thing was as well, it was that moment and, and Balotelli was the kind of player that probably the reason why he got that was he would always shoot or do something crazy. And that moment, it was the one thing that every single person in the stadium, every single City fan across the world wanted him to do was to shoot. And he just played it wide and everyone's like, what the hell are you doing? It's quite and, even though. We'll yeah, well, still, it was, uh, it was beautiful. And, and for that and numerous other things, I will always love Super Mario. So. Two points.
0: Two, two out of six. He need, so you need at least, there's some half point questions. So you need at least a half point to secure not bottom. Right. Okay. That's fine. And it's I've got, got three questions left. Yep. Well, four. Oh, okay. Um, what um, is your next number? 68. Who is the only player to score in Champions League finals with two different teams?
1: <laughs> okay. So there's a couple of people that could be. It's Cristiano. Um, but I'm not sure that he did it. For United, I can't even give any clues because the only clues I'd oh, give would be the goals that he scored. Um, so I'm inclined to say someone from Barca who's played elsewhere. It's going to be somebody obscure that's like scored for Chelsea or something as well. Um, <clears throat> it's not John Terry. <laughs> <laughs> that 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 to is, me is that a half good, point.
0: <laughs> that to me is a great place to start on any quiz
1: question. <laughs> um, the answer to any question except one asked by. Uh, Harry Redknapp, uh, God, I'm gonna Diego Costa. No, that's stupid. That's a stupid answer. I was thinking <laughs> of uh, Mourinho. That is a really stupid, in, impulsive thing. It's like because Mourinho had won it before, and then he had Costa, and that's no. Um, I have no idea. I'm going to pass. You know, you even throw a name in. Uh, you might as well is, put... it in, is it? Is it the the entirety of the Champions League or previously is the European Cup?
0: Yes, he's still playing, but that could still include cause the Champions League what, for 25 years. Yeah. But yeah, it is just the
1: Champions Leagues. I'm going to say Ronaldo. It is Ronaldo. Ah, my instinct was right. He scored I just his... like a lot of drama just for no reason. He scored, <laughs> I know, I, know, I can't
0: believe you said it right at the start. He scored in the Moscow final against Chelsea with a header, and he scored in a variety of finals for Real Madrid.
1: I just, I was trying to think like where, uh, which, which different club he was at. But there we go. That's good. Good. So I'm not bottom. Um, so question eight. Uh, question 8 is going to be 33 Who was the
0: top scorer at Euro 2004 in Portugal?
1: Bloody hell
0: uh, This feels like one you either know or you don't know
1: So I I want to say Miroslav Klose, but I think that was possibly at the World Cup where he got a 6 not there um, So 2004 I think I think this team finished
0: they finished 4th in the tournament In fact they don't have a 4th place playoff they were beaten
1: semi-finalists always the way isn't it it's very rare that the top scorer comes all the way to the final um his name's dave uh no don't know pass it was milan baros for Czech republic I, w- I was close with my first guest marislav it was Milan. i got the first two when letters.
0: you say when you were saying me before you even answered <laughs> that was like he knows it you just you've just got it no nope. so n- number nine uh, number nine. Let's go for number three. Who did Portugal beat in the semi-final of Euro
1: 2016 before going on to win the tournament? Uh, it was Gareth, Gareth's Wales. It was indeed. Well done. Come on. Yes, that's all. Like, once before, and it got wrong. I remember. I remember that more because I had money on Wales to win. <laughs> and <it> still hurts. <laughs> well, at least in some way, there's been a bit of repayment now. Yeah, there we go. It was, it was it was a good game to begin with, and then it just was. Oh. And then, of course, we had the moth in the final. Okay, so your last question, question number ten, just to give me some like pressure. Where where am I in the standings now? Is this the difference between like you know, or your automatic qualification for Europe playoffs, or like just a big payout from the TV channels?
0: So there are three above you. So there's fourth place, Champions League spot available. Okay, fifty-four. Who did England lose to in their
1: last game? Of Euro 2016. Yeah, in their last game of Euro 2016. Yep, whether it was a group game or knockout. I'm trying to think when Iceland was. Was Iceland the World Cup or was Iceland Euros? I'm going to say the team that also held the record for the most players to ever play a game with the name ending Son, Iceland.
0: It was Iceland you out 2-1 in Euro 2016. So you're on five out of ten. The achievement there is you're never going to be last. And as always, I really appreciate you jumping on and doing this. Um, I know you're a busy man.
1: I'm just, I'm really, honestly, I was coming into this thinking I'm just walking out and it's just, I may as well be the ball boy. and Someone (laughs) forgot to take me off the pitch. So I'm quite pleased with that. I, I can, I can hold my head high.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah that's that's a very good score like, like I said as long as at the end of this
1: my co-host Gordo is bottom with two I'll be delighted I uh, I just I, the only one I'm kicking myself about is the Ronaldo cup final question thank you very much John
0: right, no problem enjoy your day well you you bye bye this podcast was written and produced by John Walker and Gary Black for more of our podcast please visit tramplebet.com
1: Podcast Network.